Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Alekya? Yeah. Hi. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, Rahul. And here is a little background about my status right now. Mm-hmm. Our priority date is uh, October 31st, 2013. And mm-hmm. our I-140 was amended from EB2 to EB3 in October 2020, and it was approved. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm not in my H4, and I've used my EB3 EAD. So this is my situation. And here are my questions. Am I now eligible to refile EB2-485 along with my primary applicant? My husband is the primary applicant. Or do I only have to... First of of all, um, you said the I-140 has been amended. Why did he amend it, uh, the lawyer? Is it because he didn't know what to do it? Or is it because the company name has changed? Um, I'm not sure about it. When we have asked uh, if he can file for a new I-140, he said that is not what his lawyers are recommending. And he bluntly amended it. He did not give us a, uh, you know, he did not choice. Okay. So now the USCIS, which we suspected what they would do. Now the USCIS is telling that if you have amended it, the EB2 I-140 is no longer valid. So the first thing you guys need to do is that get an I-140 approved again under EB2. Okay, uh, so, right. So uh, the question is, our lawyers are saying they would file for EB2 I-140, but they are saying they cannot do a premium processing due to the lack of underlying perm. Is that true? Wait, 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 ma'am. First, you file in the regular processing get it approved in premium processing later on, okay? And then you can think about inter-filing afterwards, okay? First you get an I-140 approval and come back to us after the I-140 is approved, okay? You file in regular, but convert into premium processing. Are you clear? And uh, one another question. When can I file it in premium? How long does it take? What? As, uh, so- as soon as you get a receipt notice, you can do convert into premium processing. Next process, next person, please. Watch the video which we just released it today in YouTube. Next person, please. Sunny. Hello, Rahul. Uh, I have a quick question. I, I'm in a bit of an unfortunate situation. My I-45 was filed uh, on 9th of May and my project mm-hmm. is probably going to be canceled. Uh, so I am at a risk of uh, losing my job. And my mm-hmm. priority date was September 2012. I-140 has been approved for quite some time, but now I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I get laid off within the 180-day period or after the 180-day period. Uh, 
what should I be doing? Because the, um, what I'm understanding is EADs are taking quite a bit of time these days to come. So, but you're going to get a job in within 60 days with some other companies, right? I haven't started looking at that, but given the situation just happened, so uh, I may start looking for a job. Yeah, I want you to manage the H-1B until you get the green card. Don't withdraw the green card. You have still 50% probability of getting the green card approved. Okay? So all you need to do is ignore the EAD, ignore the advance parole. Okay? Just stay on the H-1B. You may still get the green card. If there is an RFP or if there is an interview, you should request a lawyer to support you so that when you go for the interview, we can say that even though you're not working, the company never withdrew the 485 application. It, since they did not withdraw for a six months period, you're still entitled for getting the 485 approved. We can make that argument. For okay. now, the most important thing is get on the H1B with a different company. That's all you need to do, okay? So if, if even with, before four, 180 days of I-485 filing, if I get laid off, I should be looking for a job and changing? Yeah. You don't have any other option. You have to. But okay. if I cannot find a job, can I stay in US legally without working? No. No, you cannot. Next person, please. Ganesh? Sure, yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. So this is uh, regarding uh, H1B to H4 uh, EAD conversion. So my wife, uh, currently she's on H1. She's almost finishing her six-year. <laughs> so we are planning to get a H4 when is why, why, why do you guys wait until the last final dates to file the H4 to CAD? I don't understand. But anyway, go ahead. So the question is like, she still has one, one and a half year or two years close to. So oh, what... good, good, good. Yeah. Thanks for coming into the conference call, Zoom call. I'll be able to good help, help you out. Okay. Okay. So the question is uh, what happens uh, if um, like H4 EAD or H4V starts like, and uh, as soon as the H4 is got approved, at that time, she has to stop work on H1 and get it. 99% of the time, if you mm -hmm. file the H4 and EAD together, they will okay. be approved at the same time. Okay. If that 1% of the time, mm -hmm. she gets a H4 approval, there are ways to switch her and you consult us at that time. Uh, what are the ways? I mean, like I didn't get the second part. 99% of the time, H4 okay. and EAD will be approved at the same time. Okay. If it is not... If that 1% one per one of the time, you consult us at that time, private consultation. Oh, I see. Okay. 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 I will okay. I will move her back to H1B within two days. Next mm -hmm. person, please. And if you need assistance in getting the H4 and EAD approved, you can send an email to info at RNLog group. We'll help you out in that. Next okay. person, please. Shushant? Yeah, um, probably a common question, but um, my wife is currently on H1 OPT STEM. Her STEM OPT is approved. Her H1 was picked in the lottery this time. Um, mm -hmm. We are thinking of filing in premium, uh, but for family reasons, like to travel in July. Um, H1 was filed under change of status. So you want to travel in July. You don't want to travel in May. You don't want to travel uh, in June and come back. You want to travel in July. Because uh, brother's getting married. So a time, that's why the date, <laughs> the month. 
Telugu. So, okay, we, we have a, do you speak Telugu? No, I don't, unfortunately, sorry. We have in Telugu, we have either, you have to pick your mom or food. You can't pick both. Now you need to pick which one is important for her, H1 or, or the marriage. But the reason is that, if, so, 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 as she's on STEM OPT, so what is your plan? What is your plan of action? You tell me. So go to India in July, travel back on STEM OPT um, at the port of entry. The, en the entry would be based on F1 uh, as a STEM OPT. And then October 1st, the H1 would kick in, right? Um, at that point, no travel after that until the consulates, we have an appointment at the consulate for stamping. there is a problem there because you it may be considered she cannot they may not allow her to come back and have fun visa because her intention has changed though for every time you enter to united states the intention has to be the same she's saying that okay i'm going to spend my two years and we'll go back to india afterwards at the same time she has the h1b which has been approved so that is conflicting uh, you might need to have a consultation with some lawyer it better be not me because I am not good in those things. Because okay. it's very hard if their preferences are different than getting the work permit and staying in this country. Next person, please. Thank you. Sudha. Uh, hi. Um, so I have a question regarding my spouse. Um, she's on H4 EAD. And recently, USCIS has passed uh, the rule, uh, the auto extinction. I'm aware of. I'm aware of the rule. Yeah. So right now, her visa uh, H4 is going to expire on August 27, uh, 2022. So we are looking to how we can auto extend um, uh, because I know. And EAD, EAD, EAD is also expiring on August 22nd. Yeah, uh, August 22nd. Yeah, on the same date. We made a very good video. I want you to watch that. She can go to Mexico and she can extend it. Gayatri, can you give him the video? Sure, Rahul. She's uh, planning to travel India. Uh, so mm -hmm. the I-94 should fine. get it. Uh, so she, it should be fine, right? Uh, if she travels to India also, that's fine too. Okay, sure. So she don't need to go for a stamping like if she come back before August 22nd. Uh, your H1B is approved. Your H1B is yeah. approved, right? Yeah, my H1B is yeah, approved. You, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing what we told tell about Mexico mm -hmm. is applicable if she travels to India also. Okay. So because right now the visa slots are very tight in India. I got so... your point. I got your point. Watch this video, you will have the solution. Traveling to India is the same as traveling to Mexico for her. For other people, it's different. For her, it's fine. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Raghu? Hi Rahul, uh, I'm in a weird state. So I have an approved uh, uh, I-140 uh, with a priority date of uh, May 2018. I came to India in 2020, uh, right before COVID and I'm stuck here. Uh, for family reasons, I had to leave the job and stayed here. Now I actually uh, trying to apply for my PhD. I got the admit in my university where I got my master's. So I'm trying Which university to is that? Mississippi State University. That's the one that is in uh, Jackson or in the little Star -Cool. college. Starkul. Starkul. Star -Cool. Star -Cool. I, I, I went there a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
so uh for the for the for this i'm uh, my brother is actually sponsoring uh for my phd uh for now yeah the problem is what 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 area you are trying to get a phd in uh computer science artificial intelligence you will have to mention the i140 petition in there uh, in the ds160 right yeah in the ds160 and there is and if they ask a question hey you have a petition now at this point of time i just want to go and come back so yeah there is a yeah. greater chance of f1 denial for you though okay and actually i'm applying with with my wife also so like f1 f2 oh come on <laughs> but uh but yeah so for that i was uh, I, i was trying to there is uh, there is it's it depends on how the consular officer is okay so for, the, the for this uh, will my brother have to fill the i350 uh, three uh, sorry i134 or i864 i don't know which one to use i134 is good enough okay and uh, he can do the same i134 for f1 uh, for both myself and my spouse yeah. that's right yeah Okay. okay then. Next person, please. Thank you. It's going to be tough for you to get a phone with somebody. Next right, person, thanks. please. Dimple. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, yeah, this is Dimple. Uh, so uh, our priority date is second uh, December two thousand fourteen, and we downgraded in the month of October twenty twenty. and we have received the EAD and AP last year in October twenty twenty one, and we uh, use the AP. and travel to india in january this year 22 mm-hmm. and our h1b is expiring in 30th june 2022 uh, mm-hmm. but looking at um, uh, the current um, visa uh, bulletin so i am expecting that uh, my priority date might become current soon so how i can make sure that i can refile as uh, if the dates become current since our i94 status shows da status so can we uh, first of all Yeah. first of all even though you have used advance parole to come into the united states you can still extend the, your h1b and h4 okay okay that's it once you extend it you can refile if you want to that's one thing you can do it the second thing you can do it is that you can applied. go to yeah you already applied, applied for it yes yes we did have you applied in process. did you applied in uh, premium Mars- processing not yet i am just uh, in conversation with my attorney to do the premium because you can do you, the, process, you can do the premium processing you can do the premium processing and you mm-hmm. can refile if you want to after the h1 and h4 h1 is approved if the h1 is approved then it will will it uh, impact uh, the h4 person if we go we have to go to mexico for that for the refile yeah the yeah the reason is that i don't know if the dos if you file a 485 how they will take it i'm not sure about it you see so, my point with the dos you file the h4 extension they are approving it okay absolutely no question asked with the dos uh, sorry with the with the not dos with the advance parole i94 they are approving the h1b and h4 you got it okay. but i don't know what they are going to do when you file the adjustment of status Okay. So, if your husband wants to avoid that though, before mm-hmm. June of two thousand twenty-two, let him fly to Mexico and come back. Okay. So, first I need to get the H one approval in premium, and then we both travel to Mexico, and, uh, and come, then back. come back. Okay. So yeah. we will be able to refile then. We'll be good. Yeah. Then, you, then you're good to refile. 
Okay, okay, and it will not impact the H four person, right? Because uh, he's uh, currently will be in uh, extension, will be under process, right? It will not no, impact. Extension anything. will, not, yeah, it will not negatively impact anything. Okay, okay, thank you, sir. Thank Next you. person, please. Venkat. Uh, yeah. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, uh, I am here. Uh, thanks for opportunity, first of all. Uh, uh, I'm sure in India for stamping. Yesterday I had a question with you on the chat. I didn't get a clarity, so I want to get a clarity on it. So I'm sure for my stamping here for H1. Uh, unfortunately, my uh, the project which I uh, added in I129 has ended actually, uh, but I have not received my stamping yet. Uh, I've finished my job. If you are going for stamping, if you don't have the project for, did you say you already got the stamping? Or are you going for stamping? Uh, no, no, I have not got the stamping. I have uh, finished my Dropbox appointment. I am still waiting for my uh, approval. So, assuming your stamping comes out okay, okay, because you're not supposed to go for stamping if the project is not there. But uh, if wait, you're not supposed to file, give me the visa. I have the project with Coca-Cola. That's what you told. That's what you told when you filed an application. You don't have the project with Coca-Cola. You're not supposed to go for the visa stamping. But if by any chance they approve the visa stamping, I don't want to rely on their mistake though. I want you to have your company file an amendment, get the amendment approved, and then you travel into this country. But if you need more questions, you need to make an appointment. Next person, please. Okay, one more thing, sir. I have a, a project. Uh, uh, I, I have one more project which is ready. That is also remote. The amendment which I filed for the, the current project is also remote. Uh, do I need to, can I update my I129 form itself or I need to file a fresh amendment? It's a remote. Both of them are remote. Yeah, both of them are remote. If both of them are remote, you don't need to file an amendment. You can come into the country. Okay, I can come in with the country with uh, that project itself. Uh, I don't need to update any... Uh, with a different project. That project is over, you said. Yeah, yeah that project, if, it's yeah. A, if it's a remote, you can. Oh, if, if it's, it's a remote, remote, you can. I can come back you with can. the project. Then. Okay. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't Next need to person, update please. anything, right? So, no, you don't need to update anything. Okay, fine. Yeah. Wish Next person, please. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for taking the call. <clears throat> Former employer, I-140 downgrade. May 2011 priority date, still not approved. 485 filed in October. The downgrade I, I asked for wait, premium wait. crossing. What about the okay, premium processing? I was getting there. Okay. Premium processing tried many times. The employer is not willing. Although I worked with them for 10 years, only for that one year I went uh, back and I came back on concurrent H1B to the same employer. Um, mm -hmm. Can I request the premium processing now or will it be any? They're saying that it would be an issue for uh, ability to pay uh, when I request mm -hmm. the premium processing. It's Did just you that say one year that I, I left the company? So so you got an RFP or you're expecting an RFP? No, no, they're not even honoring. They're saying that few of their uh, employees got RFP. But they're, uh, they're going to get an RFP irrespective of whether or not you file the premium processing. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't premium processing doesn't mandate that you get uh, you don't uh, you no. Get an RFP. Either way, you are going to get an RFP. Whether you are going to get it in three days, we are going to get it in three years. Okay. So this processing time is almost eighteen months. 
i asked for a service request uh, but uh, they still uh, I, I, yeah they won't they won't do it they so i would talk. still do premium processing okay and the second one is the uh, current employer when i moved back to this current employer they filed firm and i140 is approved in eb3 uh, they filed 485 in october 2021 that uh, initially went to um, uh, msc and uh, then after some time they transferred to uh, texas service center okay so what can i do with that uh, can i ask them to file in eb2 140 and do inter filing or don't worry about that wow that's going to be a tough question so the labor was approved under eb2 or eb3 eb3 only starting itself uh, because i thought downgrading and i would not i would not i would not file eb2 for you because you are current in both you said your priority date is may 20 2011 i would not file eb2 i will just wait for it to be adjudicated Okay, so but okay. this isn't moving at all. Any suggestion like ombudsman? I know there is Congress? nothing I can do. Next person, I, there is nothing <laughs> I can do for it. Next okay. person, please. Vignesh. Uh, hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. So I am on H one B right now, and Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Vignesh, I can. Yeah, I am. I am on H1B right now, and I have my Dropbox appointment in India on 21st of September. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently, I am with Company B, uh, whose business unit is under Company A. Now, my Company A has decided to sell this business unit to Company C, uh, which is already being sold. So, uh, we will be in transition phase in the month of July. Now, my Company C is telling that they do not have a new name or any legal entity established. uh for our new uh, department which is my uh, company b company b mm-hmm. yeah so there will not be any name change so and i have already taken my appointment under my current company name which is see b. see see all you are telling is the ownership of company b has changed to different ownership yes the company b remains as it is yes the legal entity yeah the name of the company will remain the same everything remains the same thing just the owner has changed yeah so no, nothing will there be changed. any issue nothing, in my staff nothing has if if the name is same the company mm-hmm. is same tax id number is changed it doesn't matter how the owner change it won't affect you okay and then my second question is i have an offer in hand from another company and if i switch from my current job to that new company what changes i have to make in my visa uh, appointment uh, like ds160 or is that same appointment valid you have to change you have to log into ds160 and you have to change the thing if it doesn't allow to do you have to make a fresh appointment okay 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 thank you next person please moksha kapoor hi hi rahul a uh, quick question so i'm on h1b uh, i have a, i own a home so i was thinking of doing a oh you you muted yourself mr kapoor Sorry, can you hear me? Yes, you can hear you me. Own a home. Yeah. I own a home. I'm on H1B. I was thinking of Airbnb, Air, uh, putting it on Airbnb, the house. Wanted to mm-hmm. see if there's a, you know, no. a legal issue or. No, because it's not leasing it though. There is a lot of servicing involved in Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So if you own a home, if you lease to somebody, I don't have a problem. But this day-to-day operation, cleaning, and all those things. 
every person, but I, I have uh, taken some of the Airbnb. You get you get an intimation from there. You have to give the permission. Is that is Rahul ready? Okay to lease my home, and yeah. then you have to leave the keys there. There's a lot of service involved in it. If you lease okay. a home, you don't do anything. You just give the keys to that guy. That guy just goes in. Okay. So I I I consider that as a business though, as a as a working. Okay. So even if I give it to a property management company, I should not do it. You would say I should avoid it. It's fine. If you give to a property management company, I don't have a problem with it. Okay. And so they will Airbnb will issue me thousand ninety nine miscellaneous. You, you, if I give it to property, management. that's not good. Not not good. It should go to the property management, and the money should come from property management to you. Oh, I should not get the ten ninety. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's a good thing. Thank you. Next next person, please. Maniriti Kumari, Manandarjit. Yes. Hi. Thank you, Rahul. So my question is that you know um, we filed our um, AOS application through my husband's company uh, in EB3 because his priority date was current, and we received our EAD and AP last year. But Did now, you see, the, what's the priority date? It was uh, his is November twenty sixth, twenty. Twelve or something. I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I, I just know that it has retrogressed by like you know couple of years. Okay. And so did my, you, when you file when your husband filed the four eight five was it a downgrade or straight EB three? It was a straight. Uh, it wasn't a downgrade. Yeah. So now I so my company um, now my my priority date is current. Even the final action date is current right now for me but my company is telling me because you have already filed an application with your husband as being primary in eb3 so you need to withdraw it otherwise there will be administrative no, issues no. no they will no you don't need to withdraw you can file one more 485 application absolutely not a problem they will administratively close your file that they will do it when they approve the green card not right now so so i should just convince my company to go ahead and uh, and file because my i140 is approved so doesn't matter if we have like you know the ap and ead from my husband's company like which came last year as like long as thing. as long as you have not used that you absolutely have no problem in no, filing we have not traveled we have not used anything we are on our h1 you can file for h5 we do it very very often absolutely not a problem so is there anything premium in this or is it just a standard process like when i reach no, out no just to... a standard process no premium processing okay so thank you so much i'm going to just go ahead and ask them to yeah, please help me because don't don't withdraw the ab3 no reason to do that who knows tomorrow ab3 might go forward ab2 might go back next person right thank you so much vrushali hi rahul thank you for the opportunity rahul i'm working on um, eb3 ead right now and i am planning to refile you know as per your guidance i'm planning to refile my fresh 485 i didn't say to refile i you, you can do refile and refile what is your priority date uh, my priority date is july 2014 okay uh, so what if i have to refile rahul uh i will have to travel to mexico or canada right for automatic revalidation my h1b did you is... say did mm-hmm. did you say you are in you traveled on advance parole or ead you used i traveled on advance parole uh, to india uh, yeah if you are refiling i definitely request you to go go to mexico and come back since you have an advance parole you don't need a visa to go to mexico you just go there and then come back 
Actually, I had Canada visa, so I was thinking of traveling to Canada. That's fine. Go to Canada. That's fine. Both are okay. the same. Okay. Okay. Just I had a question regarding my spouse. So he is working on EB three EAD right now, and he doesn't have either H one or H four. So if if I travel, does he have to travel with me, or what happens to his ability to? No, work? He, no, ma'am. You, he, if he doesn't have a H four. and you are traveling and coming back how are you going to add him to your application for a application new eb2 application you can't so i would i want you to interfile rather than refile oh okay okay so he has to be on some non immigrant non immigrant non immigrant status yeah otherwise you file a eb2 nowadays the refiling some of the applications they are giving the green card faster so you get the green card in in, in this one He's stuck in EB three there. What are they going to do? They are going to deny his flight application. So not a good idea for you to refile. Oh, okay. I'll take the next caller, guys. This is the last caller. But if you guys have any any questions that need to be answered, I have time. Leave messages in the chat and don't leave multiple messages, guys. Only one message. We will block the people who try to leave multiple messages. Leave a message. and i'll try to answer the question so put the question there i'll try to answer it last caller for today rakesh i can't hear you rakesh i can't hear you so sorry for that hi rahul yeah, um, yeah. so uh, so my wife has her uh, uh, h4 ead in processing i got my h1 uh and we have also filed for our 485 my uh, priority date is 2014 january so uh if she gets her um for green card ead uh is there something that we should be doing um on the employer side or she can just continue the employment and it aut- automatically goes to so so, so when is when is the h4 ead expiring uh august 2 i mean august 19th 2022 Okay, so how is she going to work if you don't if she doesn't receive the EAD by August nineteen two thousand twenty two? So yeah, that was my question. Like, if she receives her uh, green card EAD by then, can she continue? Yeah, yeah, of course. If she receives the GC EAD, she can. But if she does not, what is the plan? Uh, again, uh, going to Mexico because I have got I've got okay. my H one. Okay, that's it. Just want to make sure that you have that. Yeah, yeah. The I one thirty one may be denied, but that's okay. It won't cause much problem. You can refile it. Oh, I one thirty one is advanced payroll, right? Uh, Rahul. Yes, that may be denied. Oh, okay, but that's okay. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also, one for some reason, one last point. For can I uh, give me one second, Gayatri? I'm not getting the messages. Can you? Um, I'll check sure with I the settings. The one minute, Rahul. Rahul can go I ahead, ask sir, you uh, yeah, yeah go ahead yeah thank you so much rahul so uh, one question is my dad's name um, i mean there is a spelling mistake uh, in my birth certificate for my dad's name would that cause any issues the spelling mistake from dad how how spelling mistake if it's john it is uh, it is uh, venkat or is it like if it's venkat it's venkata uh kind of venkat and venkata i mean jagat jay yeah, it's, I mean, it's like two j's are it won't cause it is only one j but it, there it, are two j's in it's, the it's it's not going to cause any problem you're fine thank you so much sir have a nice week 
Okay, I'm going to try to read the questions, guys. Uh, those people who have left the uh, message before I told that I am not receiving the messages, you can leave the message again because we can we travel and hitch four petition is in progress to get the I-94 extension. Gita, I don't know if it's H H4. I'm assuming that the H4 is extension. If it's an extension, your travel will not cause any problem. But if it is a change of status, it will cause a problem. You said it's an extension. So you, I don't see any problem in it in your travel. Still, I for it was uh, transfer happening from Texas. Uh, what is your EB3 priority date, May 2000 currently at Texas? I don't know what, what, uh, what the question is, thoughts about. Um, if it is in Texas though, I mean, it's still not transferring. There is nothing you can do to make them transfer though. If your priority date is 2010, I mean, I it was current. I don't know why they did not transfer it, but there is nothing you can do about it. But they're doing a lot of transfers right now. Can you do early walk in GC biometrics recommended now since there is no enough time left in the physical year? You can try. I mean, you can try. If you have a appointment, you can try. Some of the people will entertain you biometrics. Some of the people will not entertain My Priority date is current this month. My dependents in India, they don't have stamping to come back. Can I go and apply? Uh, apply, uh, And yes, uh, Deepu, you can apply. Uh, you can apply for the 485, but do one favor. Don't include the medical though. The reason is that we don't want your green card to be approved. Because if a green card is approved, the, your dependents, if they are on a dependent visa, they're going to be get stuck though. So don't, if you're the main person, they're the dependent and they're on the H4, don't apply medical. Let them come here and you can add them later on. It is advisable that you file it and add them later on. Does USAID send receipt notices for premium processing of I-140? Yes. It may take anywhere between two weeks to three weeks to get a receipt notice. Do we do get directly approved, rejected without receipt notice? No, we always get the receipt notice though. Sometimes uh, we get we get in the email also receipt notice. Priority date, Sandeep, um, priority date is January 2014 and an adjustment of status under EB3, planning to refile EB2 use automatic revalidation. Martin says you can refile while in adjustment of status. She's referring to the lawful state. Uh, Sandeep, I'm not telling that they are wrong. Uh, I'm not telling that they're wrong, but uh, I'm not telling that they're wrong. I just have, I just don't, you have to be an non-immigrant visa status for you to file the 485. That's one thing that you need to, because you're applying adjustment of status. If you're already adjustment of status, how are you adjusting again? So that question may pop up. I would still want you to travel to Mexico and come back. Can I? It is better safe because you don't want your green card to be denied three years down the line. Can applicant do interfiling from EB3 to EB2 or does it have to come from an employer's attorney? It has to be, employer has to approve it. If the employer does not approve it, you cannot do it. I have interfiled EB3, now I got EAD and my I-140 is still not approved. So applied I-140 premium processing, but that's good. What are the options for interfiling EB3? EB3 to, to be reconsidered for EB2. 
first of all get the i140 approval though that's better for you to get it so it's a very long question for me do i need to include two pastures with i485 or can i change address after filing you don't have to file pay steps at all when you file the 485 application you can change the uh, uh, address after filing the 485 that's not a problem i refile for application and my derivative application can change job i485 application spending less than Praveen, if you are the main applicant, you file the 485 in April of 2022, absolutely not a problem that if your spouse want to change though, if you want to change, you have to wait for 180 days. If your spouse who's a dependent want to change, absolutely not a problem. They can change, they are just a dependent. They can be an H4, they can do whatever they want to. Ex employer has filed EB3, okay. New I-140, I-45, uh, myself and spouse in november 2020 current employer has filed i-140 in eb2 pending approval my priority is current employer attorney wants to file supplement j is that correct when you say supplement j do you mean to say that he wants to interfile for the existing application or is it entirely new application he can do either of those things though either he can refile the entire application or he can just only file the supplement J. So that's his option. Uh, I mean, you are in his option. I have an H1B approval. Can I travel to Mexico? Yes, you can. I'm assuming that your H1B is with the I-94. Okay, I answered the early biometrics. How can I take advantage of EB2 priority date? Move to a new company, ask them to do for it for J upgrade to EB2 after six months? Uh, no, if you want to take the EB2 prior to date, you should apply the 485 interfiling with the current company right now. Not go to the new company. They can't use the 485J with the EB2. Srivatsava, attend both the biometrics. No questions to be asked. Sana, I really don't know why they deny the, uh, the B2 visa extensions. I, I really don't have any reason when they approve it when they deny it i have no clue how they do it especially for the visiting visa it's no clue divyash i need to know why the 485 is denied if you have murdered somebody they denied the 485 then you're not eligible for h1b so give me the reason why they deny it Sulab, you need to have a visa to go to canada though <laughs> 8244 our application for faster processing has been transferred from nbc to tsc <laughs> That happened. That's very unfortunate. Biometrics telling if we're not able to know the reason for transfer, not letting me face all this. Is there any way? There is nothing we can do about it. I don't know of anything that I can help you. Priority date is May 2015. Any chances filing date becomes correct? Let's hope so. Keep writing the letters while uh, that's all you can do. Satya Poturu, EB, I am in EB2 and filed in October. And my filing date became current in October. Later on, my final action date became current in January. I've received EADAP in March, but I haven't got my GC. My mom have a, a surgery in June, wanted to go in India end of the month. I am not getting if travel to AP. Um, I don't see any risk, Satya, in your travel though. If you have a H1B or H4 though, if you travel in AP and come back, they are telling you still on H1B itself. So I don't see any, you have an advanced parole. 
I would not even waste my time going to Dropbox. I don't see any problem whatsoever at all in your travel. Uh, I have visa stamped in company A and valid till 2024, but I changed to company B and approved petition. I want to go to India next month. Do I need to go to Dropbox? Absolutely not required. Uh, and I will give you, uh, I will give you a, a listen, you, you actually don't need to go to stamping. When you come back though, make sure, um, make sure you come back on the, you show them the H1B approval of the new company. Make sure you get the I-94 valid until the new company. And I'm going to give you a video that I want you to watch, okay? Um, that will tell you how you can do that, okay? Uh, so you can come back before 2024 and you absolutely do not require uh, to, to get the stamping. Sulab Gupta, no, if you go to Mexico, you can come back without stamping in the USA. That's a very established rule. It's there, it's called automatic revalidation. It's there on the CBP website. Divyesh, I don't know if the speculation that you have, you need to have uh, how it's going to be employer issue and that what employer issue, you want to have a private consultation though. But at this point of time to speculate and waste that money is not good for you. I mean, H1B recently got an offer from company B and H1B is approved with company B starting on May now. I don't want to move to the company B and be with my employer. Um, the start date is mentioned of May 12th. Praveen, you absolutely can stick with the same company that you are working with. You are under no obligation. Even though it says May 12th starting date, you can stick with the current company. You don't have to join the, the company that got the H-1B approval. You will have no problem in the immigration, none whatsoever at all. I have a concurrent full-time position. My primary job ended. Can I continue with the concurrent H-1B job in order to notify USA? No, uh, you have to, Manju, you have to file an amendment. Uh, you have to file, uh, you have to file an amendment. My priority date is November. I recently done with my interview and EAD is approved. So my priority date is June, uh, is currently June. What should I do? Interfile or refile? Ooh. I'm assuming that I'm assuming that you're speaking about your when your interview is done. Did you do the re, uh, 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 when interview is done? Uh, it was not current, I guess. So whether you should interfile or refile, I want you to watch this video. Uh, in, whether you should interfile or refile, watch this video. Got RFE from NBC regarding 485J, and the same thing got 485J received from. California. Do I need to send the 485J files to NBC? Uh oh, just file the and respond to the RFE. Ignore the 485J receipt, respond to the RFE. You will get an approval very fast, Mr. Reddy. My priority date is EB2 2020 March as technology architect role. I have 20 years experience. So I requested my company to send me to Canada to India in a management role. They are ready to do it. What is your recommendation when I come back? Should I come back on L1A or H1B? Is there a number of people reporting to me? This L1A or EB1A Aman is not that easy to tell though. 
I would say that if you have 25 people directly reporting to you, you have a greater chance of approval. Now, people will say, like, for example, in our office, we have an accountant. When she controls all the aspects of the company and the accountant, but nobody reports to her. So everybody, we all report to her, but we are not directly reporting to her. I mean, so it's an independent function though. So if you have 25 people directly reporting to you, that is good thing for you to take a chance. Uh, but make sure that is very importantly documented because you're making all this trip because of that. It may be worth, yeah. It doesn't matter whether you come back an L1A or H1B, you can still file an ED1C either way. But obviously, tactical advantage is to come back on L1A. The second thing that I would suggest you for you, Zaman, come back on H1B because you don't want any hurdles there. Come back on H1B, convert into L1A, then file an I-140 under ED1C. That would be in your best interest. 140 approved with company A, but changed to company B. But they said will file I-140 after three months from joining. Uh, when you say three months, you mean to say they will start filing the perm after three months. I want to go to India. I feel my I-140 not filed with, so will it impact your travel? No, Srini, it will not impact your travel. You Even though your I-140 is approved with company A, you're working with company B, company B never filed. I-140, your stamping, your travel should not cause any problem whatsoever at all. Uh, Vikas Gupta, uh, my GC was filed in ED2 with priority date, March to that. I-140 is approved. Now I'm eligible for ED1 category due to getting multinational manager capability. Can I upgrade it from ED2 even after the I-485 is filed in EB2 in few months when it gets current. Yes, you can. Uh, even after you file the 485, if you still want to file under ED1, if you're eligible for it, you can. That doesn't, just because you file a 485, doesn't prohibit you in filing the EB1C category. My priority date is to August 2004. I'm an H1B. My husband and daughter uh, used AP and they both are in DA status now. Uh, I downgraded EB3 and still I-140 not approved. Question. To interfile to EB2, my EB should be approved. It is recommended that it be approved. Why don't you do premium processing if you want? My EB2 priority date is current. If I interfile to EB2, then my daughter age is locked. Oh. Uh, first of all, your daughter age is not locked in EB3 though, because your I-140 is not approved. Um, you may want to have a private consultation, Shiva, because uh, I don't know how old your daughter is. If your daughter is coming very near to 21, you may definitely want to consult a lawyer. GC priority date is March 24, 2004. Yeah, EB2 approved, filed below downgrade in October 2020. This is for Rajesh. I-485 filed in EB3, I EB3 approved, EB3 I-140 approved, received EAD AP. My 485J with interfile request was filed three weeks ago. I have a job offer. Will I have to wait for 180 days to take the new job? Good question. There is a 50% probability that if you take a new job, you may be stuck with EB3 because the USCIS, for some reason, I don't know where they came up, they're telling you have to wait for 180 days though. I don't know where they came up with the rule, though. 
uh, there is a chance they may implement that. That's the reason I said 50%. Uh, uh, mine was transferred to NBC before approval. Vaidikeya, mm, I don't know. Sorry, not Vaidikeya. This is Vaidikeya. Uh, New card has been produced. Yeah, congrats. You got the green card. Um, your wife and child, <laughs> they're stuck. There is nothing you can do about it right now. You'll have to wait for them to adjudicate your application. Uh, uh, she needs to, well, once, once you receive the card in your hand or the approval in your hand, that's when she needs to stop working on H4EAD, unfortunately. Uh, prior to date, uh, this is for VC. Prior to date is 9-12-2024. My EB2 140 is approved, downgraded in October 2020. EB3 140 approved. Now my priority become current. Does interfiling locks my child age? Uh, I have to refile age of locking. Okay, but I don't know how old your child is. Uh, how old is a child, VC? Right now, how old is a child? And uh, you're telling 914, oh, 18 years, I guess. Definitely not 180 years. Uh, I, I got that. That's okay. Uh, let me check though, because what is a priority date is September what though? Uh, it doesn't lock because your priority date is, uh, wait, 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 wait. We see, where is VC? Your priority date is 9-12-2014 though. So the final action dates are not current. So definitely the child is not getting locked in CSPA. So I would wait until the final, if the child is already locked in EB3VC, the child is already locked in EB3, I will wait until the final action date becomes current. For you, it did not become current. Seema, um, yeah, if it's not locked, if, it's, if the child is not locked though, yeah, I mean, it's fine if you would interfile, but we, one other issue that I have with you, uh, Vikram, is I don't know how long the I-140 has been pending for EB2 or EB3. So probably before you take any step, it may be worth for you to consult a lawyer. Um, can I work on two H-1Bs after H-1B transfer is approved just to maintain the interfiling 180-day rule? No, uh, Rajesh. Uh, you can't work for two companies unless the company filed as a concurrently filed H-1B. Sana, your application, uh, your application has nothing to do with your parents' thing, though. There is no linkage between both the things. Filed AOS through your firm in November, November 2020. Uh, for it, approved cards are mailed, and I do not see expired request from my wife. So what happens? Uh, if your green card is approved, Kiran, if that's what you're telling me, uh, then there is the I-131 and 765 will be denied if the green cards are approved. And Kiran, we are starting three days conference call. You can come to those conference calls. You know which email address to send. We'll send an email. We are conducting three days conference call instead of one weekly once now. Birth certificate name is Mangapuram, but birth certificate is Amela Mangapuram, not a problem for you, Vasu. That happens. Uh, that's not a problem at all. Don't send a message to Rahul because there are too many Rahuls, guys, especially not the one that you see the camera. Send it to everybody because I don't get those messages. I got disconnected. Let's see if it's already answered. Can I file H4 extension and EAD 
for my spouse and daughter through a different attorney other than the one who originally filed H-1B transfer. Yes, you can. I know that I can file EAD myself, but not sure about H-4. Yes, you can. H-4 and EAD are your options, nothing to do with your employer. How soon can we file uh, prior to date, uh, have EB-2 and EB-3 approved with the same current employer? I don't know, Srini, when, how the priority dates, when the priority date moves. Uh, Shiva, with my wife's H-1B extension approval 797, can we go to H-4 stamping in Canada without filing H-4 extension petition in India? You absolutely can go for stamping. Exemplar is filed, okay. Ravi, uh, employer change for H-1B got approved with remote work location. The address in one to ten. So typo. A uh, little bit typos are not a big deal. Uh, if you just a little bit typo on residential address, that's not a big deal, guys. You should be fine. That is right. The Zoom call is at the same time, Kiran. You know it. We are going to conduct on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can come and join there. Can you form help file H4 and EAD extension? Absolutely, we can. You can contact us at info at rnlogroup.com. Uh, uh, rn uh, derivative replicant got biometrics on May 16th, which was filed in October 2022, and also got biometric point for EB2 refiling in April. Do I need to attend both? Yes, you need to attend both. Don't confuse them, attend both. Don't take the two appointment notices. Take one appointment notice, attend. Then go back again and attend. You don't want to give any chance to them because they want like, they work like robots. Uh, Srinivas, prior to date is then file downgrade, no approvals yet for my case, but my family got an EAD. To leverage EB2, what are the options I have at this time? Interfile, yes, you can interfile, absolutely. Uh, it's absolutely strongly recommended if you are interfiling to wait for the I-140 approval, you can do premium processing. If you want to re refile though, you don't have to wait for the, uh, you don't have to wait for the, I, uh, you don't have to wait for the I-140 approval. For interfiling, I strongly recommend. Uh, if you're refiling, you should not have your family use a EAD. Okay, guys, I'm going to end it right now. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be uh, on Monday at 3.30. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.